serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Are our voices a little bit different today with allergies? It is, uh, yeah, like, man. There's some phlegm going on over there, there that I can some, hear. There's uh, <laughs> some, uh, definitely today. I had a little sneeze, sneeze yeah. attack. Yeah, Becky Lynn's the only one that sounds good right now. Oh, well, great. I'm sure I'll be <laughs> clearing my throat before long, too. It is a trouble. It is. It is. All right. Well, uh, why don't we go with the breaking news? That's what we're here to do, right? That's what we Let's are. chat about it. Yep. We break uh, the news, then we fix it. Uh, I don't know if we fix it, but there is going to be some quality banter about it right now. You do apply duct tape. Let's just go there. Is that right? That's flex seal. I'm a flex okay. seal kind of guy. Well, uh, now we've got, uh, now we've got uh, the Arizona Attorney General's office uh, giving Alistair Adele. She runs the Maricopa County uh, poorly. Uh, At this moment, she uh, runs Attorney's poorly. office, but poorly. Uh, you got a couple of weeks to prepare a report on the failure of your office. That's what Mark Bernovich is saying. The, court, the request came in a letter. Uh, we've got uh, the letter. You said you had the letter of Becky Lynn. We're going to read it here You know, in a second. I know this is breaking. We're just getting wind of it. Uh, but, you know, you've had a lot of people chime in on Alistair Adele. Alistair Adele uh, let 180 cases slip through the cracks just the other day. A bunch of people went free after they broke the law whether it was drunk driving assault um, misdemeanor charges violence, but nonetheless there was there was 180 cases domestic violence and uh she blamed it on everybody else and then she came out and said well maybe i'll take that back i take full blame and this also comes off the heels of she hasn't been at work then she has been she is a recovering alcoholic. Well, I don't know if she's, she's recovering. Well, she's trying to get it together. Yeah, she's trying to get it together, but I don't know if she's recovering. Okay. Well, I, I mean, that's fair. Um, she's in the middle of it. Maybe that's, that she's is a little different. She's in the middle different. of something, and everybody inside the office knows that. Well, she's been accused of what? Derelict of duty, right? Not being there Slurred at all. Slurred speech during meetings. Go, calling and prank calling people uh, at, at home. Right. Uh, somebody resigns, or, or, and they prank call her at night. I mean, this is the That's person crazy. who is the county's top cop, if you will, as far as prosecuting people, and she's prank calling Former employees. We talked to uh, Sheriff Paul Penzone. He said, listen, I need to trust this office because my deputies are out there arresting people. And when they arrest people, they expect the people who get arrested to be charged. Yeah, something. And, uh, 180 didn't get charged. So now we've got Mark Bernovich uh, in. All right, listen, I, I'm not... I don't know if Mark Bernovich, you know, is he is he doing it because he's running for Senate? Is he doing it because he sees a problem and he feels that he has to say something about it? There's politics in it. Uh, I really don't know. Well, I, th- I, know- I, I think at this point, he has to step in. I mean, running for something is one thing, but that's the right thing to do. You are the top of the attorneys right. in the pyramid So when here. we had the fake electors in Arizona, he didn't step in. Yeah. Okay. So now he's stepping in. Well, like, or what are you doing? You, are but, you picking well, your battles? Or well, you should have done both. You should have definitely stepped in for those. Well, that's my and point. You should have, but you have to at this point. You know, he didn't get involved until it was 180 cases that went missing. And I think the pressure got so massive from everywhere. And that's what it is. I mean, imagine her right now. The pressure on her from everybody who feels that she should resign outside of a small group of people and herself. Well, I mean, if you have names of, of who, you know, Ducey hasn't said she was, would should resign. Penzone hasn't said no. that. Penzone was very careful with his words, but also said that... So was Ducey. Yeah, they're very careful with their words because it's an elected official. Right. But uh, 
her own people think she should resign. People, that's that people that, close and inside of her office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's and telling. That's telling right there. Right. They're not political in the sense of uh, of they're working with her day to day. They feel it day to day. Yeah. So uh, Attorney General Mark Burnovich, uh, he's got a letter. It cites the Attorney General's uh, authority in Arizona. Uh, we don't need to know any of that stuff. Uh, I'm concerned that justice will not be secured for crime victims. Thanks a lot. We've been talking about that for a week. Um, I don't know, man. I, you know, with Bernovich, I just get, I just get the the he's doing it for political reasons, not because 180 misdemeanor cases were lost. I just get the like, you know, I know that what is Adele Republican, right? Yes. I, every, well, he's a Republican. I know everybody's against Adele. There's yeah. nobody yeah. in her. Yeah. Well, and I think right you now. have to stand up. And if it's funny because he should have went after the electors, uh, of course and he should have, and, and the fake electors. The reality is, is at this point though, I think everybody knows you've got to stand up and say something. He's just saying, I need that report within 13 days. I need to take a look at this thing because much like what we see going on with Phoenix, right? The NBA's come in with the Suns and they're all interviewing people. He wants to talk to people around oh, for there. Sarver. Yeah, for Sarver. Right. And know, hey, what's going on here for real? Because, uh, well, you know, what is he going to find out? Well, I think maybe he could find out a lot more because we've only heard from the from a few people who've sent some letters. Uh-huh. More has gotten leaked out, and I think we're going to get more and more in the coming days and weeks of what's going on there. But she has withstood the pressure, and she doesn't seem like she's going down at any time. So there are a few ways to recall her. Yes, uh, a few a few ways, I guess, to get her out of office. First, you recall recall her, her is 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 the the one, and and I think that to me, the people put her in, and. The people should take the her The people out. should have the opportunity to take her out. And you can do that by collecting signatures, and you force an election to remove her. But that takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of money. It takes time, too. It's, yeah. not a, it's not one of those things where you go out and you collect X amount, and then they put it on a ballot in a week. You can convene a grand jury. We talked to Monica Lindstrom about that a little bit yesterday. A little confusing on that one. It is a little confusing. Um, let's see. The third one, you could take her license away. Take a license. Go to the bar. And uh, uh, Monica thought, well, you know, she's had to do something completely egregious, something so derelict of any of the duties that that, you know, she had to be fined incompetent, basically. Right. Or or just absolutely awful that they would have to get rid of her. Well, if you say incompetent, there's something in there um, because, you know, you could investigate uh, if she's unable to carry out her duties because of a and this is what they're saying, a disability. What is the disability? That's her addiction. Yeah. Is an addiction a disability? I don't know. I never really necessarily... No, you know, I mean, I, I would have to legally put it under those measures. Yeah, and that would, again, uh, that that's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And then, of course, you can go and you can finally talk into the, to the county board. You can talk to the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors. I think they met last week uh, to discuss what, what, what is going on or what it might have uh, over Adele. Uh, but, you know... This story isn't going away. No. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, well, I don't know. Why are you guys talking about it? How does it affect me? Listen, if a drunk driver hits your car, all right, and they charge that person with a dr- with drunk driving, uh, and uh, Alistair Adele's office doesn't, you know, loses the case, doesn't prosecute, you don't get any justice. And that's horrendous. That's horrendous. So um, we'll see what happens. Mark Burnovich now is on the on the case, apparently. He has written a letter, uh, and he has given Alistair Adele two weeks to prepare a report on the failure of her office uh, to file timely charges in 180 misdemeanor 
cases. So that is the breaking news. Becky Lynn and uh, the largest radio news team is working on uh, this uh, local story. So we'll follow it throughout the day, see where it goes. Uh, Coming up next, inflation, rent, gas prices. Oh, my goodness. Gas prices actually went up. I don't understand now, that. See, it went up where you went down where I was. I saw four ninety nine today. I went down where I was. I saw four Becky and I saw four ninety nine. You know what I did? I honked. I honked as I passed that gas station. That'll show. I um, said, "How dare you? How it's dare not four ninety nine. How? I bet, it, I, I bet it'll be different on your way home. How man. dare you? How dare you? Be sure anyway. to look and let us know. Yeah. You really you didn't yeah. you don't care. But mm. She doesn't sound like she cares if I. Well, you know, her. again, uh, she is, <laughs> she's living large. That's why she has to put that super premium mm. in. That's right, super premium. You have to have super premium, too, so don't That's right, start Chad. with don't me. Miata. Don't start, Chad. That's right. The Miata takes the super premium. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Thank you, Brooke. Giacia. Yeah. She won $100. 100 bucks as part of the 100 Days of Giving. So we thank you for allowing us to be the trusted voice of the Valley for over 100 years. Not only she won 100, we're also sending $100 to New Life Center, which was her charity of choice, for your chance to win $100 for you and a charity. Just text 100 to 411923. 100 to 411923. All right. Uh, see, Ducey hit a restaurant yesterday, talked to uh, some business owners about inflation. Because, you know, you're looking at inflation's hitting everybody, um, you know, restaurants. I mean, you just, gosh, yeah. you name it. doesn't matter what business you're in. So Ducey goes, he, he's feeling like some pie. He wants a pizza. So he goes over uh, to to pizza pie place, sits down with the owners, you know, kind of chats. They film it. Uh, let's take a listen. There was Governor Doug Ducey with Streets of New York owner Lori Glazer. A tour of a restaurant came with the meal. You think he just went for the free meal? No. You think he's going to talk inflation, or is he actually what kind there of to get tour? Some pie? The, uh, like, what kind of tour? How long does that take? Here's where we'd make our pie. This is it. This and this is, is it. a chair. Yeah. We got it. It's pretty cool. It's hey, a chair. Can the governor come and hang out with us and, you know, give us a little pub? We'll give him some free some free pie. It's the only reason to be I'm in just, politics to get free snacks. I'm thinking that's the only thing. There was Governor Doug Ducey with Streets of New York owner Lori Glazer. Very hungry, apparently. A tour of a restaurant came with the meal. Mm. Along with a conversation on how business is going. All right, let's find out how business is going. I think that listening of what's on your mind, what are the issues, and how can we be helpful in removing the obstacles is, is something that I get out of these. And I go back to the state capitol, a smarter and wiser governor. And, and full. Full, you get some pepperoni pie in you. Well, and think about it, too, man. They're, they're, you're not. Do you think he eats and, and all of his, his men just look around, just all those guards and yeah, stuff? Yeah, he's got just, a lot of people. And nobody's eating. But he him? doesn't get them pie. No, no, no they no, get no. it by themselves. Ah, Give him a slice. New York employs 370 people. Some of those employees have worked with the company for decades. But supply chain issues, the rising cost of ingredients in general, and higher rents at some locations are having an impact. There are not as many streets of New York restaurants in the Valley these days. I have 14 currently. I've had to close four this year. Oh, I thought, you just hate to hear that. Yeah, because you know they were successful. Yeah, closing four restaurants this year. After surviving the pandemic, the impact of inflation on Glazer's business is akin to a punch in the gut. Yeah, I mean, it's so true. You go through a pandemic where you're not nearly getting nearly as much business People are staying away. They don't want to be around crowds. And then you find, all right, we got this pocket of time that we're in that, you know, we don't see necessarily 
you know, some new variant, even though there's a little new variant. But and, but then on top of that, you when you finally open everything up, costs more. Costs more for everything, and you're yep. still dealing with the uh, the nightmare of uh, supply chains. Mind you, I never complained about paying taxes ever before, but it's making my profitability of my company so much less. Well, I think small business owners need consistency and they need predictability. Yeah. Oh, I didn't hear any real like solutions from the governor. Uh, well, he did. He just he said he any. told them exactly what they needed. Which is what? Prof- well, they they need consistency, right? Like that's right. a big thing. They need everything to be consistent. We all know. We already know that. You know, but right. that you're not going to get that in a world of global economy where supply chains are everywhere. And we're depending on many other things. No, that's tough to get. There is you know? no consistency. No, you can't be consistent if if our so nation is solution? open and somebody. What's the well, solution? To start then? producing more things here has always been number one. That takes a while. The, yep. the short term solution is uh, just keep braving it and braving it and trying to figure out on your end how you can cut costs without custom quality. Hmm. All right, so we go from inflation to gas prices. Oh goodness, that's All fine. Right. So uh, you saw a rise. Well, I, I, you know, I saw one station. Uh, Four ninety nine for the cheap stuff, and then you know, then that's BS because that's not the price. There, you know, I don't know why anyone would. I wouldn't stop there if my tank was empty. I'd, I, you know, I'd go buy one of those red things and walk down the street. I'm not giving them my money because gas prices are about four sixty one. Yeah, they're not four ninety nine. That sorry, that guy's ripping me off. Well, it all depends too. You got to remember, in certain areas like here, Chevron down the street is four ninety five. Yeah, but they're paying more for property because they're right by the freeway. They're in a prime position. Some of those things add up. It's not just you can go to a certain place like where I am. It was we dropped four cents. You dropped four cents. Yeah, we went down to four forty five from four forty nine. We we went up. Let's see, four it's four sixty one is up three cents from yesterday. Um, so, and we also talked about the governor saying he does not want to suspend the gas tax. Uh, and that would cost, that would, that would, you'd probably keep about 18 or 20 cents a gallon. Yeah. Um, but, and then there are people out there and I saw this and they're like, when's the last time that guy filled up at the pump? I'm the one that's filling up at the pump and it's, it's brutal. Yeah, that's true. But we're still going to have to pay for it down the road, and our roads suck. He gets driven all over the place. I totally get that. Uh, And he probably hasn't pumped his gas in years. I get that, too. But, you know, he also has to look at it and say, is this a good business move for Arizona? Do I save people 18 cents a gallon? Uh, If you really look at the numbers, that'll save you $100 a year. And that's not worth it, number one. And number two... Uh, it'll hurt us in building roads. It'll stop projects. Um, and so he's right. It doesn't, it, that, that won't work. No, that I didn't like it when, you know, Kelly, isn't he a Senator? Yeah, he is. Yeah. He is. He's and an he astronaut too. He's what? He's an astronaut. He is. Too. He is. He's got a twin brother. Yes, he does. This is great. You got a lot of California. Do you hear what they're proposing? Uh, giving everybody a $400, uh, like, rebate check or something for for gas prices and what's the downside of that you're, you're just taking it anyway well, yeah well no the other thing well the thing about them is they have so much money in their rainy day fund because the government the federal government handed out so much money well, we have money in our rainy day fund too yeah see but what is the governor waiting on what is he waiting for i, I don't know what the answer is I have no idea. Well, I mean, again, I don't know what he can do if he's if he wants to hand out money. I guess he can. 
Uh, what is but, he going to use it for? I think a lot of people have that question because just letting it sit there. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, everybody wants to spend it, but the whole thought process, like kind of like it's like it rainy. Then don't you ever listen to old uh, Dave Ramsey? Right, I like Dave Ramsey. <laughs> right, yeah, it's just his emergency fund. Right. It's a rainy day fund, just in case there's a rainy day. N- no, I think you're supposed to spend some of that money. Well, I'm sure you can spend some of it, because right. it was found money, mm. right? So it's not like you're 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 doing anything. Maybe you do hand out a little bit more. Maybe you figure something out. People with lower incomes can apply for, you know, some sort of help with the, with the gas. It's... You, you can figure some stuff out, but it's not going to be perfect. And this thing may be here for a while. So are you going to do that every month? No. No. See, there. I get why he doesn't want to suspend the gas tax. I yeah, get it. Yeah, right. I'm totally fine with him not suspending the gas tax. All right. Coming up next, are we about to get hit with another COVID surge? What's a different word for surge? What's less than a surge? Uh, a smidge. A smidge. A smidge of COVID. A smidge. A smidge a of touch. COVID. Just a touch, a touch of, COVID. of COVID. That's next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. I'm not wearing a mask, so there's that. You don't have to. I'm not wearing one either. But um, here to ruin our day is our good friend Alex Stone from ABC News. <laughs> Fun <laughs> ruiner. It's working on let's, uh, let's advance two months yeah. when Gatos is like, oh, well, no, I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> no. I'm wearing three masks. <laughs> oh, he didn't never wear the Because the Delta three. Omicron OG original just, virus just, that just all merged. No, just because I've, uh, I've got Moderna oozing through my body, I got eight shots, doesn't mean that I'm a hypochondriac. But uh, Alex Stone, uh, COVID. It don't yeah. don't tell me that it's coming here again because well, I just happened to look uh there's an update for your iPhone today, iOS like whatever it is now, fifteen point four. And one of the things that the the top line of it is now you can unlock your phone with a mask on. No. And I think a lot of people would think, well, why now? Do we need well, you you may that um so hmm. cases in the UK, they're going up hospitalizations are going up that is not good that new uh, subvariant ba2 behind uh, much of it believed to be way more transmissible about 30 times uh, more transmissible than omicron was and that was a lot more than delta a lot more than the original historically every time europe has had a trend the exact same thing happens uh, a few weeks later in the the u.s so this is the concern now, Dr. Nicholas Testa, Chief Medical Officer, Dignity Health in California. What happens in the United Kingdom, uh, we've seen typically leads by about three or four weeks, what's going to happen in the United States. Yeah, so they say they have to assume that we are going to have it uh, here as well, especially with mask rules coming down and people going back to, to offices. And uh, cue uh, Chad moaning here. Dr. Fauci oh. says that this is the uh, canary in the, the coal mine out of all of it and that they they do believe that we're probably going to have rises. He says that that he understands and that everybody does that there is no appetite for Americans to to put masks back on. Uh, but he says the CDC may uh, may go down that road again. They explicitly said if things turn around and we start to see an increase in cases and hospitalizations, we need to be flexible and prepared to reinstitute mitigations such as we wearing of masks 
in indoor setting. Yeah, maybe not in Arizona, but but in other areas. CDC director today. I certainly think it's possible. Um, certainly, we at CDC don't impose mandates. We provide recommendations and guidance for when we believe that people should consider stronger um, mitigation strategies. Yeah. So uh, Fauci is saying he does not think that the U.S. will go back into lockdowns. Um, one good sign in all of this. Oh, well, that's good. Oh, Thanks, thank Doc. God. Yeah. Well, there you go. That <laughs> um, the, the Europe, the their ICU cases are not going up yet. So the whole is that they don't and the ba2 maybe makes some people sick enough to go to the hospital but isn't going to kill you so we don't know yet but uh there are a lot of doctors today who are saying well that is the alarm over in the uk it has been every time during the pandemic that when they see it we then see it so they're saying uh yeah masks might come back alex stone abc news ruining our day uh alex here's the thing though uh there's a difference between a surge spike i don't know what you want to call it this is kind of omicron part two you know it's called ba2 or whatever it is it's just a little bit you know baracus yeah i mean i from everybody that i talk to uh we're not going to have a surge you're gonna have an uptick but like when i say when i say surge i don't know for me we're thinking we saw yeah yeah that's months yeah i mean what they're saying today whether it be fauci or the other doctors they don't know they don't know what this is going to be that this is the same thing i think back to last summer when uh in the la area we celebrated, I mean, it feels very much like right now, masks came down, it was this feeling that we were done. Week and a half later, uh-oh, people are beginning to get sick, and they're beginning to, in that case, they were dying, and that was the beginning of Delta, and then, boom, week and a half later, they were back on. And so, you know, and we had the exact same feeling last summer of, we're done, we got over this, uh-oh, what is this other little thing? We're seeing it in Europe. So the the warnings that are out there today is they don't know. It may be a tiny little blip, may never be. Hopefully we say, hey, that thing in the U.K. uh, never turned out to be anything here. Or they say it could be a huge surge coming. They don't know. So uh, how does nuclear war uh, play into this? Do we have to wear a mask after that or are we just not going to worry too much? Well, it wipes it out. I think if that goes off, then uh, then boom, that's gone too. Okay, cool. I think. What kind of mask? Moderna wants every adult. They're asking uh, the FDA for... The okay for a second booster for every adult. Yeah, except so. for the fact that every study I see says, yeah, it doesn't really do anything for you. At well, uh, bad news for you on that one. Uh, no, two new that. CDC studies out today. I don't uh, listen to the CDC. They're yeah, useless. only about, well, hang on, only about two hours ago yeah. that uh, they looked specifically at Omicron. And yeah, a lot of people got it and they had breakthrough and they said, man, I feel, you know, really bad. And uh, it was like a really bad cold. But they didn't die. And what they found, the, the two different studies uh, kind of showing the same thing. Adults with the booster shot, um, that if you had uh, three doses of the mRNA vaccine, reduce the risk of dying from Omicron or going on a ventilator by 94%. The studies showed hospitalization rates during Omicron 12 times higher among the unvaccinated. So if you believe the studies, which sounds like you don't, but if you do, then uh, then these studies are saying, yeah, it kept you alive. You may have gotten Omicron. You may have felt like poo for a few days, yep. but you didn't die. You I didn't just like to see a study where they say, look, here's the deal. If you're young and you're healthy, the chance of you dying for this is slim to none. If you're old and you're large, you've got several comorbidities, this is what you need to do. Uh, maybe well, we I get mean, I think some... some of that is common sense, you know, and nobody wants to admit that they have comorbidities, but I think most Americans do of some kind. Um, and if you're a certain age and if you're, you know, bigger than, uh, then those are things. If you're a nutritional to to. overachiever, then there's an issue. Get the shot. <laughs>
<laughs> Bye, guys. Have a good weekend. Bye, Alex. Alex Stone, ABC News. All right. I just want to quickly put this into perspective. All right. Uh, I don't think this is a big deal. No. Uh, I think we will follow what what is happening in the UK, because we always do. So are we going to get a, a slight spike? I do believe that we will. Will we go back into masks? I don't think so. Um, There's really no appetite for people to well, just, I just get don't, out of mask. And, Chad, I just don't think it's going to be that no, bad. I don't, I don't think, think so it's going to be a surge like the last few surges. I just don't. Uh, and a lot of people are saying that. But, you know, you, you, it's the thing. You never know. You, you never know. Uh, if Moderna wants to come out with a second booster, good. Yeah. Let's have the option of getting one. If you don't want one, don't get it. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, but, you know, if, it, if there's a bad surge down the line, I feel good that there's a second booster out there if I want to go get it. But I'm not looking for a, another shot. No, I've already no, got three. No. I'm good. I'm good. I'll say this, though. If you're still not vaccinated and we do get this spike, you're going to get it. That's it. It's 30% more contagious than oh, the you last may be one of the, I was reading an article today, another study that said there's... There's certain people that just don't that, get that it. Will, that, that don't get it and will probably never get it, I and only, genes play a part in it. I only know one person who's unvaccinated that I know who hasn't gotten it yet. Everybody else I know, uh, and most of them, to be honest with you, well, a good portion of them got, got Omicron. And some of them, minor cold. The other... They got really sick. So uh, you never know. But is this something that I'm worried about? No. No. Coming up next. Coming up. Chad's going to put a mask on, and he's going to wear it all throughout the show just to take off Fauci. <laughs> Dr. Fauci's the worst. Uh, no, coming up. Uh, Putin, he took a page out of Trump's book. We're going to talk about some. that. Yeah. That was huge today. It's Gatos and Chad Show. Arizona's news station. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. A mashup of news, information, and entertainment. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Hey, the weather's getting warmer. KTR Fulton Homes remind you the two seconds too long. Take your eyes off kids around water for life-saving water safety tips and enter swim lessons from the YMCA. Text SWIM to 620-620. Uh, I don't know if it's just because the news headline says... 35% increase in homelessness in Maricopa County over the last two years that I'm starting to see more of it on the streets. I mean, I went to the Suns game the other day. It's blocks. Yeah. They're blocks of tents, man. But I'm also seeing it more as you get off each highway. I, out here. Uh, there's two or three out here every single night or day when, uh, you know, when, I, when I arrive and when I leave. They're sleeping on the uh, park benches. At 3.05, we're going to dig into this. Who are the people that are on the street now? Who are they? Are they? Are they? Are some of them? Uh, they can't pay a rent, and they've got families, and then they've hit the street, or do they have drug problems? Probably mental illness, right? So we're going to find out at three o five who who who's living on the street now. I, I don't think it's exactly who we think it is. I think there's a bigger picture there. We're going to find that out at three. All right, Putin took a page out of Trump's book. What do you do? Uh, Putin took a page out of uh, Trump's book. I mean, it, I felt more Obama-esque in oh. the sense that, remember when Obama, was it, was he at uh, uh, Denver when he gave that speech that night? Do yeah. you remember that? Huge a, speech. Yeah. Huge speech. I mean, it was, this was a soccer stadium with 70,000 people in it, and it was... And Putin gave a speech. Pu and Putin doesn't really do that kind of, like, he I've was never seen around. it. No, never. But he, it was a pro-war, whatever kind of speech, because... He's doing this. This this tells me he's feeling a little uh, little uncomfortable. 
little uncomfortable with what's going on. The heat's a little too much right now, and he needs to make this loud and to put this everywhere because the reality is the younger people are hearing a lot different than he is delivering to the older generation who's only watching state-run television. I, I like your definition of it. It was more like that Obama speech in Denver than it was like a Trump political rally. Yeah. When you have a Trump political rally, there's a stage... He's got people behind him, and there's a podium, and he's speaking. Yeah. But what Obama did was almost like he stood in the middle of everybody. Yep. And there were people all around him. And that's kind of what, what I saw from Putin. Uh, I have never seen him do that. No, no. I and, and by the way, why would you do that if you're Putin? You don't have to. And well, he's terrified, by the way, of being assassinated. He's terrified of going anywhere. why does he go anywhere? in front of 50,000 people? Because he knows that this is not going well, and he's starting, I think, the another generation that is not just the kids are starting to question uh, things because here's the one thing that they have an issue with and something that hasn't been brought up. My talks to my buddy, our buddy, Mike Lyons, our, our military analyst today, he said, hey, uh, you forget that uh, a vast majority of people know somebody and or are related to somebody who lives in the Ukraine. And they're talking to their family members and they're hearing something completely different. Mm hmm. And that is it's like it's like the Ukrainian 30 year old who's talking to mom in Russia, who's 62 and, says, and mom no. is saying, hey, I'm glad that the Russian troops are there. And the kid is saying he's 30. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Our whole house just got blown up last night, yeah. mom. Yeah. No, that didn't. Yeah, happen. They killed my girlfriend, mom. Right. Oh, was she a Nazi? You know, I, I was uh, there was a guy earlier this week. He was saying he was so mad at his dad because his dad wouldn't believe him in Russia. What was going on? He's like, they, they blew our house up. Yeah, they killed my neighbors. Yeah, but he's like, because of the Nazis. Like, Dad, there's no Nazis running the country. <laughs> so Putin gets up there. There are a ton of people there, and he spews his pop propaganda. Yes. Here's the thing, though, and I have a serious question about this. Did people really want to be there? Or were they forced to go there? And you don't see you don't see the Russian military there holding guns behind them. Now there was saying, "Hey, you know what? You don't cheer when you're supposed." Like I can see like somebody from Russia, you know, in each in each section of the stands holding an applause. There's no sign. doubt that there was a lot of uh, uh, people that were were in, encouraged to go. Yeah, I bet. I bet. Encouraged. If you don't go, we'll kill you. That's what they do in Russia. Yeah. So this was not. Uh, this was not. Hey, come! It's going to be a lot of fun. And, I don't think and no pressure. Happened. No pressure to buy, but you should think, probably be here. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think this really helped him. No. He's losing the war on the ground and in the media. All right. There's been a 35% increase in homelessness in Maricopa County in the last couple of years. Why is it on the rise? We'll find out next.